Thank you. I'm Jim Swan, and once again, we welcome the recently appointed CEO of BBB Western Ontario, Linda Smith. Good morning, Linda. Thanks, Jim. It's great to be here today. It's good to have you on board with the BBB. And today on Ask BBB, January and February are the months that our December spending comes to roost. Homeowners get their regular bills along with those extras. An invoice arrives that you can't remember or from a company whose website you visited. We'll talk about invoice scams, how to recognize them, and what to do about them. Travel is on a lot of minds as winter settles in for the last blasts before spring. Anne Hoskins of Budget Travel Warehouse joins us to provide some great tips to keep in mind as you make arrangements for that winter escape. How much of your business is in the clouds? Well, that's a term that's applied to some internet and computer functions. This morning, we're joined by Matt Dumas of Redbird Media. They take to the clouds with drones, and we'll learn what we should know about flying and using them, as well as if you're a little cloudy on what makes a good website, uh, Matt has some pointers on that as well. Welcome to the program, Matt. Thanks for having me, Jim. Pleasure to be here. Uh, Matt, uh, we want to talk to you about both the website and uh, the role of drones, Mm -hmm. but uh, let's just start out with the drones. Uh, We heard a lot in December about regulations that are going to help provide safety. What are some of the things that people who want to fly a drone should know? Well, safety is is one of the most important factors that that they should be thinking about. Um, you know, not not only safety of um, of uh, people people around them, but also to knowing what their limitations are, knowing what they're capable of doing. What kind of training does it take to be able to competently f- fly a drone? Uh, well, pra- practice just like everything. Practice makes perfect. Right. If you want to fly uh, commercially like we do, whereas, you know, clients hire us to uh, uh, take aerial imaging, aerial video. Um, so doing it commercially is, is a little different. And you want to make sure that, that, that you've really uh, taken the time and taken the proper courses um, to, to, to know what the, what the safety regulations are, what the aerospace uh, regulations are and what the local lo- uh, laws and uh, bylaws uh, might be. Um, so Fanshawe College has, has, a, has a training program. Uh, the Waterloo Wellington Flight Center, uh, which is where I took my training, they mm-hmm. they also um, offer UAV uh, flight training as well. How extensive is that training? How long does it take? Fanshawe's uh, course is, is about 300 hours, so it's it's a bit more extensive than some of the other ones out there. Uh, Waterloo Wellington Flight Center, again, where I went, uh, that was a, uh, an intensive weekend course. So we were there all weekend long. Um, and it was really just, just a, a crash course in, uh, uh, you know, what the, what the regulations are, what the maintenance, uh, uh that you should be, uh, doing to your, to, to your aircraft are. Um, so it, re- it really goes into everything specifically that you need to know about, about operating a UAV. And, um, a drone is just one of the accessories you use in your business. Where do you use your, with Redbird Media, Matt, where do you uh, use the drone video and, and sure. photography? Sure. Well, we, of, we often tell people that, that the drone is just another tool that we have at our mm-hmm. disposal to make great marketing videos. Uh, videos over the last few years have really become uh, quite prevalent and quite common within, within uh, uh, digital marketing. Um, so we use the drone as just one of the cameras that, that we have. Uh, it, it provides us a bird's eye view, uh, provides us some really captivating footage uh, that, uh, you know, when somebody's watching a marketing video, um, it kind of keeps them engaged, keeps them, keeps them interested and wants them, it, it'll, it'll help them to keep watching the video. It really draws you in when you of get course, that Of course, yeah. 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 Uh, Matt, there are likely people who put others in danger because they aren't properly trained to fly a drone. Mm-hmm. Um, they make mistakes. Uh, so that training is important. 
Uh, it's not as dangerous in terms of health and safety, but do people who develop their own website make costly errors as well? Costly, costly errors, yes, absolutely. If, you, uh, if you're doing it yourself because you want to save a couple bucks, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, but when we, you know, when we look at it from, from a digital marketing standpoint, um, we really want to have the websites performing a function. So when somebody searches for your business, your, your product or your service that you, that you provide, um, and they land on your, on your website, there should be some function uh, uh, predetermined what that user would be doing, whether it's to A, call you, B, email you, uh, you know, register for, for something online. Uh, you wouldn't want to just, just have a website up there uh, with nothing to do on it. So it wants to lead to some sort of action? Correct, yes. And, and so I guess you start with the end before you begin, is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm assuming you want people to find you. So of can course. you share a bit about how important it is to maintain your search engine optimization? Yeah, of course. That's probably the most important part. You can have the most beautiful website out there, but if nobody can find it, that's a problem. Uh, whereas vice versa, you might have a website that's not the best looking website, but if somebody finds it first, they're more likely to click on that. And again, if it's designed in such a way that they take an action, uh, you're performing that function well. Uh, search engine op optimization is one of those things that uh, um, it's like baking a recipe, right? You need to have all the ingredients in place. And if all those ingredients are in place, uh, done properly, uh, everything should, should work as it, as, it, as it should, and your page should start ranking, uh, ranking higher. How tricky is it? Uh, there's, there's a lot of fine-tuning. There's a lot of fine-tuning. I mean, this is one of those, uh, one of those things that it's, it's never done. Right, so a web project is never done because there's always something that you can be doing. You can always be adding, uh, adding keywords. You can always be uh, uh, doing what we specialize in is using videos to um, to enhance the search engine optimization of websites. Uh, so there's always content you could add. There's always updates you you could do as well. Talk a little bit about uh, how a video enhances that search engine sure. optimization. Yeah, well, video really helps out to to enhance SEO. Um, we use a, a, a YouTube as the platform where we post all of our all of our videos. And for those of you who don't know, YouTube is a Google product. So when a video is up on YouTube, there are spots where you can you can have a title, you can have a, a description, you can embed um, a map in there as well. Uh, so when the right keywords are used, that a searcher would be using to find your your business, your service, whatever you offer. If you have those keywords uh, in your video text and if that video is linked uh, embedded into your into your website and if your website is indexed with with Google uh, then all those things work together to drive your page ranking up that sounds like there are some things you want to learn before you you start <laughs> out what are some of the signs that your website is working the amount of phone calls you get the amount of emails you get the amount of traffic you might get through your door um, you you could also too. I mean, just at at, uh, at random times throughout the year, um, go onto a computer, type in keywords that you know. Think of from the minds of a consumer of what they would be typing in if they were searching for a business like like yours, and see how your how your how your page ranks. Um, there's also a, a Google Webmaster Tools uh, and Google Analytics, which can show you exact numbers of how um, you know where your traffic sources come from, what people do on your on your website. And uh, those tools are really important because if you look at, at the data that those, that those um, uh, platforms provide you, you can make adjustments and you can make tweaks and, and you can do things to change and you can really track the progress of your, of your website and how it's performing. 
You've brought a lot of information to us, uh, Matt. If people want to get a hold of you directly, how do they do that? Well, they can send me an email at matt at redbirdmedia.ca, and they can also check out our, our website, uh, www.redbirdmedia.ca. Matt Dumas, COO of uh, Redbird Media, thanks very much for being our guest this morning on Ask BBB. Thanks for having me. It was great. And when we return to Ask BBB, we're going to talk travel. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. And our guest this time around is Ann Hoskins, a travel consultant with Budget Travel Warehouse, and we're going to talk travel. Welcome to the program, Ann. Thank you, Jim. And uh, what are some of the most frequent questions that people ask of a travel consultant? At this time of year, a lot of it is, how long do I need to have my passport valid for to go to a specific destination? Mm. Or what's hot on the market for getaways? Well, let's answer those two questions. All right. Uh, So for passport travel, it is a good idea to have your passport valid for at least six months beyond your return date. That makes it's going to be valid in all countries that are currently being traveled to. Some countries do not require that validity, so I always double-check just to make sure. And then, of course, there's some countries that require visas, and we go through that as an ongoing process as well. And some of that has changed in the last little while it as well. It certainly has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, uh, do you have access to information to help people understand and know whether or not um, their visa or passport is, is going to be okay? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And the second question was... Uh, what are some hot. of the, yeah? What are some of the most popular holiday destinations at this time of year? Well, this year, luckily, London's focusing on Jamaica, Punta Cana, and Mexico in the Mayan Riviera. So those have to be the hottest places that the Londoners are heading to. Uh, but of course, there's always Cuba. Is always a big oh, sorry, Cuba is actually going out of London as well. Um, so those are probably your biggest destinations for the Londoners this year. Uh, Costa Rica always remains on a hot spot, and we've already started into our European travel. Now, one of the questions, of course, that people ask, do do I really need a travel consultant with all of the access to the Internet and so on? Why couldn't I just go ahead and book it myself? That's a great question. You actually get protection through the Tico travel agencies. We know the laws and making sure that you do have all the proper documentation that you need to travel to a specific destination. Uh, we're also required to ask you by law if you have insurance coverages, and some people forget about that mm. and can end up in problems at destination when they don't take it. So we always try to make sure and counsel you on uh, ensuring that your insurance that you do have is valid. So, uh, for example, I even had a family who was going to take their children down to Disney. Oh, I have medical insurance for out of country. Great. Have you got at least $5 million worth of coverage? Oh, no, it's only $25,000. Well, you can imagine $25,000 in a child that's quite sick, not going to go very far in Florida. So these are things that we just try to make sure people are thinking about and and making sure they're protected. And do some people make some of their own arrangements and then turn to you for some of the, the final bits or to check uh, to see that they've gotten everything? Is there some flexibility in that? Absolutely. I actually had a client just today call in and said he's got some air miles to use for points to fly to a destination. So I've booked the cruise. We're doing the post hotel and his transfers and making sure those flight details did meet up with the cruise line regulations. So absolutely. It works both ways. Mm -hmm. So Ann, can you help people still plan for a vacation spur of the moment? Absolutely. Uh, it's not uncommon for us to get a phone call saying, I want to go away two weeks from now. 
I've even had it. I need to go away in three days. Three days is a little tougher because the availability isn't necessarily there. But we do get those last minute calls because people may not even know if they have availability until just a few days before, especially with a lot of the shift work in this area. That becomes quite popular. But we do our best <laughs> and try to get something accommodated within the time frame that they have. What is, uh, uh, when it comes to the, the time and, and booking and the best price, if you book way ahead, is the price better? Or if you book at last minute, is the price better? How does that work? And that's a common question as well. And that usually comes down to destination specific and what the trends are happening that year. So that's going to change every year. It's the gypsy ball that I don't have, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, what we do try to do is encourage people to book early because what the tour wholesalers are starting to do is giving those early booking bonuses in advance. And then they have these price drop guarantees that sometimes they're including in customers' packages. So if they've done that, then we can keep watching that price up until about three weeks before when those tend not to be valid too much longer and get the customer the best deal. So I've had it happen a couple of times where they've had the early booking bonuses and they've had the best deal all the way along. Other times I've had it where the price did drop maybe three months before and they still had that free price drop guarantee and I was able to get it $100 less expensive like everybody else is at that time. Uh, the name budget is in your company name. Yes. Uh, what element of travel can provide the greatest savings for people? Budget travel originally came from the sell-off vacations when they first were introduced about 20 years ago. And now it really has shifted to the early booking bonuses. Uh, cruise lines have them. The all-inclusive wholesalers have them. And even European travel is starting to do, introduce that uh, when they first bring the European travel out in December, that's usually your best buy then to get on those flights. And then the airfare starts to increase even after uh, January. Now, a lot of people save air miles or uh, aeroplan yes. and have some help with that. Uh, can a travel consultant use those uh, and help book that or do you have to do that through the, uh, uh, through the air miles or aeroplan or whatever the plan is? That is a great question. Uh, depending on the travel agency, sometimes they can accommodate with the air miles and aeroplan travel and charge a service fee to assist a customer with that. And in other cases, they don't get involved because there are now privacy issues involved. And so therefore, aeroplan and air, air miles, I believe, have now started to pull away from allowing other people to book the travel except for the traveler themselves. So, so you want to check that out then? Absolutely. You can ask your, your travel consultants and see what they're doing. Well, thanks very much for giving us some thumbnail uh, views of, of where we might want to go and uh, what we might want to do. Is it uh, too late now? We're just about mid-February. Is it too late to book anything? Um, Absolutely not. We've still got March break travel available, Easter travel still coming up. And uh, I personally specialize in the cruise in the Disney area. So we're more than welcome to help you at any time of year. Ann Hoskins of uh, Budget Travel Warehouse. Thanks for being part of Ask BBB today. Thank you. And when we return on Ask BBB, we'll talk about some of those invoices that you've received. As a business, are they really all yours? Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. And we're joined by Ashley Castleman, who is usually on the other side of the microphone, making sure that uh, all things are going right. Welcome to the program again, Ashley. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is getting to be a, a fairly regular uh, <laughs> uh, segment of the program. What, what is our uh, focus here today? 
Uh, lately, there's been a lot of business scams about phony invoices. So that's what we'll be talking about today. No, these this is phony invoices that businesses get. Correct. So a lot of the time, uh, business will get a invoice by fax, uh, like a fake yellow pages listing or advertising listing that you never signed up for, and those fax and hope you pay for it. So if the staff isn't alert, then uh, it just gets processed and. People don't realize they've paid something they didn't need to. Exactly. So that's why it's important to channel all your invoices to one person or one department at your business. Make sure there's an approval process, such as um, the person who gets invoices needs uh, to get it signed off before there's a check made for it. So I guess you want to make sure that all the invoices are checked out and that you look at uh, a correlation between that invoice and what you're actually doing. Exactly. And if you're not sure if you signed up for an advertising, uh, definitely question it. Call the company. Uh, ask if you signed uh, signed up for it. Ask for like a contract. Uh, don't just uh, say okay over the phone uh, when a random uh, advertiser will call you. Are there particular sizes of company or kinds of companies that are are targeted with this sort of thing? It's definitely all different sizes of companies. A lot of smaller companies do fall for it because they are short-staffed. They don't have that uh, whole department that have has the um, regulations, so they have to get them signed off in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've paid one of these things, um, is there any way to get it back or, or what? what Usually is it? there's not really a lot of ways to get it back because these companies aren't located in Canada. They'll send you uh, the fax for the invoice, just hope you pay it. Um, a lot of them are, sometimes the companies are in uh, Quebec. You can contact the Competition Bureau, especially for fake Yellow Pages listings. They will investigate it and they try to go after these companies. Is there a tip-off, Ashley, um, for the company when they receive an invoice? Uh, are they that do they look that real or there must be a different address or something that would would tip you off uh, usually the address is at a province um, that's one of the tip offs uh, the fake yellow pages listings they have the opposite symbol of the yellow pages the fingers are walk, walk, the fingers are walk, the oh. opposite way uh, so oh. usually the logo looks very similar so it is hard to tell oh so you you really i guess that's one of the things if uh, how familiar are we with that uh, the logo, and mm-hmm. it just it looks almost right, but not quite. So uh, if if you have the least little bit of suspicion, you want to check it out, I guess. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you become aware of the scheme, uh, what should you do? Who should you contact? You can always report it on our scam tracker, which is bbb.org slash scam tracker. That way you warn other businesses and consumers about this uh, in your area. Uh, You can also contact the police, uh, your local police or your uh, municipality, whoever covers your area, and the competition bureau as well. So, uh, Ashley, before it gets to the point where you have to call in police or or others, how important is it to make sure that your staff is educated uh, in this regard? It's very important to edu- educate your staff, partic- particularly those responsible for paying the invoices. Uh, they should know to question the invoices just to see if it's the same. It could be a similar logo, but you want to verify that. You can do a quick Google search to verify the logo. If you're kind of questioning it, you're not sure if you ordered th- this or not, 
it's good to question it. Good to call the company that you think it is, not the one that's on the invoice. And in the end, you should have a purchase order or something to match up with that invoice. Exactly. You? you should have it like a quote or something like that, that or an email uh, chain that you can refer back to. Are there any other things that we should keep in mind uh, involving this overall uh, potential scam of our business? It's always good to educate your staff, uh, those ones ordering products, also your uh, secretaries, the receptionists who are getting all the incoming uh, paperwork, and the people who are doing the p- payments as well. Ashley, thanks very much for all of this, and thanks for being part of the program and bringing these tips uh, to us today. Thanks for having me again. Well, next week on Ask BBB, well, it's it'll be just three days ahead of Valentine's, uh, romance scams. Online flowers, last-minute jewelry purchases. Uh, We'll talk about all of that. And you can always ask BBB. Visit the website at bbb.org. There are a lot of answers there. And contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternAunt. And if you have a question or a guest suggestion, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. So thank you again to our program producer, Ashley Castleman, who is the BBB Western Ontario Communication Manager. And thanks for the help we got from Chris Lavoie, who is operations manager at BBB Western Ontario. And it's great to have our brand new CEO, Linda Smith, on board. Linda? Thank you, Jim Swan. It's been great. Well, it's, uh, uh, we look forward to uh, future programs and, and having you on board. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.